This show is brought to you by Cloudberry Lab, the number one cross-platform cloud backup software. Visit www.cloudberrylab.com slash tubblog for a very special listener offer and get started with Cloudberry Managed Backup for MSPs. You're listening to Tub Talk, the podcast for IT business owners with our featured conversation with Richard Tubb and Melissa Saar of IT Glue, a documentation software as a service platform. My name is Jeff Nicholson, and this podcast is all about helping you grow your IT business. In this episode, Richard talks with Melissa, Partner Success Manager of IT Glue. She started in the industry at 19 and worked her way up from an apprentice in a managed service provider to her current role. They talked about what Melissa does at IT Glue, what it's like working in a male-dominated field, and how employers can get more women into IT roles. This episode was recorded via a video call between Richard and Melissa, who were in Dublin, Southern Ireland, for the Totally MSP Roadshow. And now, without further ado, here's Richard Tubb talking with Melissa Saar. Hi everyone, Richard Tubb here, and I've got a very special interview today. I'm joined by Melissa Saar, <laughs> who is, what is your role at IT Glue? My role is Partner Success Manager. Melissa Saar, Partner Success Manager at <laughs> IT Glue. The reason I'm so excited to interview Melissa is she's a very strong woman in IT. You've been in the IT industry since you were 19 years 19. old. Yep. Uh, Melissa has worked her way up um, as an apprentice all the way up at a managed service provider and has now joined IT Glue, one of the highest growing companies in the MSP sector. So I'm really thrilled to have you today. <laughs> and first of all, I'm so proud of what you've achieved. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, so for, for anybody who, first of all, is not aware of IT Glue, who are IT Glue and what do they do? So IT Glue are a documentation platform. So it's all SaaS based. So you can keep all of your best practices, your standard operating procedures, all documented in one platform. We also integrate with lots of different um, vendors like Autotask, um, we've also got Kaseya, Continuum, all those sort of vendors as well we integrate so you can pull in all your devices and you can manage them from IT Glue. Fabulous. And so let's just talk a little bit about your career. And if I can, specifically as a woman in IT, mm -hmm. it's probably fair to say it's a male-dominated industry, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> it is. So, first of all, let, let's rewind a little bit to um, when you were 19 years old, young mm -hmm. lady. What drew you to wanting to work in the IT industry in the first place? I really enjoyed um, like playing around with different technology. Um, I'd like to as geeky as it sounds, like pull my laptop apart and just see that I could actually fix it myself. Um, and I always found it very interesting, that sort of industry. So that's what drew me to it. I wanted to, you know, be a woman that could do IT as well. Yeah, yeah. And where did you start out within the industry? What was your first role? My first role was an apprentice, so a service desk apprentice. Um, so I did my apprenticeship for... I think now it was about 14 months, so I finished it um, a bit earlier because mm -hmm. I was so keen to <laughs> progress onto that service desk role. So, yeah, it was about 14, 15 months that I was doing the apprenticeship for. Yeah. Yeah. And where were you doing that apprenticeship? Was it a managed service provider? Yes. Yeah. Um, it was at ProDrive. Mm -hmm. They're based in Guildford, so that's where I first started out in yeah. IT. 
And what was it like as a young lady coming into a male-dominated industry? Uh, it was a little bit scary, <laughs> especially at just 19 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was different than what I was used to. Um, in the past, you know, I just worked in like shops, retail, that sort of stuff, and it was quite mixed. Mm. Um, but yeah, like working with um, just males is fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so what would you say was the biggest challenge? Or what was the thing, was there anything that kept you up at night, you know, going into to work in a male-dominated industry? Um, I always wanted to feel that I could do the job just as well. So if there was anything I was unsure on, I'd always try and research the problem first yeah. without asking. So I, that's how I spent most of my evenings. I would go home, research the problem I was working on and be able to tackle it like the next day. And if I didn't get a chance to like research it during the day, I yeah. always wanted to see if I had an answer or not necessarily be able to fix the problem, but have some way to go with it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I always felt that I wanted to always have an answer. <laughs> so I'm intrigued. We talked about the IT industry being a male-dominated industry, which mm -hmm. it is, um, mm -hmm. and um, that, that needs to change. There's no two ways about that. But I'm really intrigued because the customers that managed service providers, such as ProDrive, deal mm -hmm. with, they're not male-dominated customers. Of course, they're uh, small businesses that have got man, men and women in, in, yep. in equal. So how was the reaction of um, the customers to a young lady working um, you know, on our service desk and helping them with their issues? Was there any reaction or was it just um, it Yeah, I mean, even now there's still a bit of reaction mm. because um, even my team now is just all male. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, people can be quite surprised when they hear a lady on the phone. <laughs> um, they find that sometimes they can have more of a conversation. Yeah. Um, especially like speaking to another lady in yeah. another organization. Uh, they quite enjoy because obviously they can relate being another woman. Yeah. Um, sometimes if they feel they've got a really silly issue, sometimes they feel more comfortable speaking to me about it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I can see well. that. So fast forward to the modern day, what would Melissa of today say to 19-year-old Melissa who was starting out in the IT industry? Um, what would I say? I'd probably say be more confident. I, I wasn't very confident when I first started out. Um, I would say definitely be more confident that you are able to do the role yeah. um, just as well as a male. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say be more confident in doing the role. So let's go back to your managed service provider days. So you started off as an apprentice. You uh, absolutely um, sort of went through that at high speed and because mm -hmm. um, you were making an impact. What was the next role within the managed service provider for you there? So then I went on to be a service desk engineer. So working, basically doing the same sort of role as I was as an apprentice, but being able to tackle more of the advanced tickets, uh, going on site to see customers. Um, we'd have a particular customer where we'd always have to be on site. So I was able to join that rotation. So yeah, yeah getting more hands on. And what sort of things did you do on a day-to-day -day basis? What, what did a typical day for, for Melissa, the service desk engineer, look like? Day-to-day, -day, um, so we'd normally start with doing the backups. So one of us would do the backups, and that could take anything from an hour to maybe four hours, especially when, like, back when I was, however long ago now, six years ago, <laughs> a lot of people were using, like, the tape backups. Still so, using tape, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that could take a long time. Um, and then working through tickets that I had from, like, the previous day, making sure the customers have been updated, and then taking on new tickets as well as trying to progress. So I'd spend some of my time still researching stuff, working with my colleagues, 
um, yeah, mm. always trying to, you know, advance my knowledge. What was your favourite bit about that time in your career? Favourite bit? <laughs> um, I loved being able to resolve tickets on my own. Mm -hmm. So being able to use all my knowledge, um, all my researching, all that sort of stuff to be able to start tackling like the bigger tickets, um, especially like high priority tickets that would come in. Being able to tackle those was a good feeling. Yeah. So you spent a year being a service desk engineer. Mm -hmm. um, you actually left the MSP that you were at that sta uh, stage. Did. What did you do uh, during that time? So when I left ProDrive, I went on to a larger construction company mm -hmm. um, where it was just a pure service desk. I wanted to get more exposure in a bigger organization. Um, so I was there for about 10 months okay. and then found that I actually wanted to go backwards again because I found I wasn't able to work on the more advanced tickets. It was, yeah. um, would have, you know, to work on a few tickets and then pass them on straight away. So I wanted to go backwards again yeah. so that I could get um, more hands-on with the more technical yeah. issues. Um, so then I moved on to another company, so a communication company, and was able to get more hands-on but still not quite enough. So I actually bumped into a colleague I used to work with at ProDrive okay. and decided to go back to ProDrive. Um, I felt that after leaving I wasn't able to find a role that quite satisfied me. I wasn't being able to be challenged quite enough as I wanted to be. So I went back again and was a service desk engineer again for, it was about maybe 11 months. Okay. Um, and then I was promoted to service desk manager. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the service desk manager role, that's a, um, do you mind me asking what age you were at that point? Hmm. Um, say, I might need to cut this out. That's right. Let me think. I think I was 23. Yeah. So you were a, uh, promoted to a service desk manager at 23. Yes. Um, for a male or female, that is quite an impressive um, uh, sort of promotion there. How did you feel about taking on a team of predominantly men, I'm gonna guess at that yeah, point, yeah. and sort of uh, managing that service desk? Um, it was it was really good. I really liked the step up. Um, I liked that it was challenging. I had to learn a lot um, about like managing. So it wasn't just doing the tickets. It was now starting to manage a team more. So I really enjoyed the um, promotion to be able to learn new skills and um, that would stay with me in my career. So I really enjoyed the step up. What was the biggest challenge for you at that point, uh, taking over the service desk as a, as a manager? Biggest challenge um, was probably myself, as in learning how to be a manager. Okay, tell, tell me more about that. So as I'd never done it before, mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of learning how to manage different people. I found uh, that was probably quite challenging, never done anything like it before. Yeah. So I did a management training course, okay. which was really helpful. Um, and I was able to use a lot of that material for my team. So. Mm. Yeah. What would you good. say is the, the number one thing that you learned out of that? What's the thing that still sticks with you today about managing people? Everyone is different. Yeah. So everyone has different ways to manage them. That's probably the number one thing I learned. Mm. Not everyone is the same. Not everyone will like your management style. Yeah. Um, everyone has different sort of styles. So yeah. that's what I learned most, I would say. And I'm, I'm really interested as well. So you were a service desk engineer, you were friends with the people on the team. Mm -hmm. um, you step up to be the service desk manager. What was it like to uh, 
time because there's got to be a little bit of distance there hasn't there yes. you've got to manage people and sometimes ask them to do things that they don't particularly want to do mm-hmm. sometimes um, have a word or discipline them mm-hmm. what was that like for you so I'd always had good relationships with my team uh, they respected me and we were quite friendly but um, they by them respecting me they were able to do things when I asked them. Um, if there was particular tasks I needed them to do, they would get on and do them yeah. um, because we had that relationship. So it worked well. Mm, cool. And let's, um, so you were a service desk manager for how long at that point? It was just over three years. Three years, wow, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, we were working together for that amount of time. We wow, were, that yeah. flies back. So yeah. I should just, for, for the benefit of anybody watching at home, during this period, I was actually uh, mentoring uh, uh, Melissa uh, through that, which is why I'm so proud of the situation <laughs> where she is. Uh, she's found herself today. So fast forward three years, the opportunity came to join IT Glue. Yes. Um, you were already familiar with IT Glue, mm-hmm. very familiar with IT Glue, because mm-hmm. you were using it at ProDrive, is that right? Yes, so we implemented it in 2015, mm-hmm. so I'd been heavily involved with the implementation of it. Um, and I would kind of, I kind of took it on like my child, so <laughs> making sure that we were progressing, keeping the documentation up to date, um, yeah, so I knew it pretty well. Yeah, and why did you find you had uh, an affinity with the IT Glue platform? Why, why did it, you know, stick out? What, I guess my question is, we can use pen and paper, we can use spreadsheets, we can use lots of things to record documentation. Why was IT Glue so specialty? It was so easy to be able to document something. Um, it does all the formatting for you and just lots of different advantages. Like you had all the auditing, so everything is audited. If someone were to change like a document, for example, or a password, we'd be able to go back and see what the previous password was. It was just a really easy system to use. And we were able to put all of our information into one platform and being able to you know, monitor our devices and all that sort of stuff. So it worked really well. Mm. So the opportunity came to join IT Glue. What mm-hmm. um, what did you find so attractive about <laughs> IT Glue as a company? You were already very familiar with the product, but uh, talk me through the process when you joined IT Glue as a company. What what attracted you to working with them? It's such a successful company. Um, I actually had three interviews, so it was quite intense. Um, but each person that I met was so friendly. They already made me feel part of the team, even though I hadn't got the job yet. Um, It was just a really successful, it is such a successful company. Um, Everyone is such a self-starter as well, really wants to see the product grow. Um, So it's really nice to be part of a company where everyone believes in the product and they really want it to go as far as it can. And obviously, you know the product fairly intimately Mm -hmm. at this point from using it as a managed service provider. Um, So you're working with um, uh, partners, IT Glue partners, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. What would you say is their biggest um, hurdle to getting IT Glue implemented? We probably hear a lot that they don't have the time. That's probably the big one. Um, But, I mean, there's always ways around it. Um, What I used to do was things like gluing sessions. So get the team together like Friday afternoons, spend like four or five hours, the whole team doing documentation to get it all done. So I often suggest these sort of ideas to existing partners and new partners as well, just ways to get them more involved. And with IT Glue, we do have the engagement feature as well. So you can see who's been doing the most documentation, work that into KPIs, team KPIs, incentives. 
So that works quite well. Mm. I would do like an incentive, whoever's done the most documentation will get a prize. Um, so that works quite well. Yeah, and that's uh, presumably skills that you picked up from your MSP days when mm -hmm. you were trying to implement yes. IT Glue and encouraging people to use it. Yeah, so when I speak to partners, I try and also give them a bit of feedback about when I was implementing it, um, just to just so they know that you know I've been in their position, um, give them ideas. I always try to you know give them ways that they can get their documentation done, the best standards, um, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, how many people in IT Glue in the UK now? We have a team of seven. Seven people, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's grown quite rapidly because uh, IT Glue landed in the UK, I think it was, was it sort of February? February, March, yeah. Yeah, March mm -hmm. of, uh, of 2017. So you're really yes. growing at a, a rapid mm -hmm. pace. Yeah. We're, we're here, as we're recording this today, we're here in Dublin in Ireland uh, for the Totally MSP Roadshow. Um, what brings you across here today? What, what's your uh, role for IT Glue in meeting partners today? So we're here to obviously meet any potential new customers that are interested in IT Glue. Um, we can show them the platform, answer any questions, and also meet existing partners as well. It's always good to meet face-to-face. -face. I pick up a lot of the support stuff coming through, so it's always good to meet our existing partners as well, answer any questions they might have. Um, yeah, it's just a good event. Cool, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a good day for us both. Um, I want to get back to the women in IT um, mm -hmm. situation. Again, um, not to gush too much, but I'm so proud of what you've achieved. You've you know, um, joined the industry as an apprentice and, and worked your way up, and you're an absolute rock star in the industry now, hearing amazing things from IT Glue partners about the work that you do with them. Um, there needs to be more Melissas in the <laughs> IT industry. Um, from your perspective as a woman in IT, how do you think that we could attract more younger women into the industry, uh, not to scare them away, how, mm -hmm. you know, in this male-dominated industry. What do we need to do more as employers to, to help more women into IT? I think maybe just more, maybe social interaction, as in social media, using it to show that there is women in IT, perhaps promoting it a little bit more. I think some women are perhaps a little bit scared of going into IT. They think, yeah, it is all males. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't fit, but we definitely do. Yeah, well, you're living proof of that. You're an absolute rock star and, and nailing it, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, maybe some more social media. Um, just trying to think. Um, I don't know. No? Fair enough, that's okay. Cool. Social media? <laughs> social media, yeah. If we were to rewind when you were 19-year-old Melissa getting into the industry, what's the one thing that may have held you back from getting into it? Obviously, you're, you're a brave lady, you jumped into a male-dominated industry and have thrived here. But looking back, knowing what you know now, um, what would you have said to younger Melissa you know, about her fears of getting into a male-dominated industry like IT? Um, I'd just go for it. Honestly, go for it. I mean, if you don't try, you don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm definitely pleased that I did go for it. Um, at the time, I was a bit worried. Um, I wasn't sure if I'd fit in, if I'd be able to actually do the job. Um, but I was so eager and wanted to be successful that I put the effort in. I did a lot of my coursework outside of work as well, so always wanting to progress. So if you're determinated, then yeah. If you've got the determination, you'll, mm -hmm. you'll make it happen, as yeah. you, you clearly have, yeah. <laughs> 
So um, I'm very conscious of the time now. We've uh, got to wrap things up, so we've got to go off and meet uh, uh, um, about 60, 70 Irish MSPs are joining us here in Dublin today. Um, just before we go, what's in the future for IT Glue over the next 12 months? What can IT Glue partners expect from uh, the company in the UK and from you personally? So obviously now we have the UK team, so I'm able to do the support. So tickets coming in, don't have to wait until Canada come online. I'm able to get back to people a lot quicker because um, of the time difference. So hopefully, you know, Don't worry, it's not as easy as it looks, is it, when there's a camera pointing it? No. <laughs> You're doing great. Should I start over? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So now that there is a UK office, we're able to get to our partners um, quicker, so respond back to them quicker, whether that's on the sales side or the support side where I work. So I get a lot of tickets coming in, so I'm able to get um, to them quicker now, um, now that we've got the team in the UK, rather than our partners having to wait till Canada comes online. So we're able to give quicker responses um, for people wanting to join IT Glue, to sign up to IT Glue. We're obviously able to, because we've got the sales team as well, we're able to accommodate like the time so we can, you know, work around Europe more with the timings. Um, so people don't have to wait till like in the evenings to get demos and all that sort of stuff. So we're very conscious um, that we have got a lot of EU customers, so we're wanting to make sure that we're meeting their timings as well. Yeah, and you've just opened the EU data centre we as have. well, which is really exciting. Yes, yeah. yes. So our new partners are going straight into the EU data centre and we're working on migrating over our EU customers from the America data centres and yeah. over. Fantastic. Well, Mal, thanks for your time today. Again, not to make you blush too much, but I'm super proud of what you've achieved in this industry. And, you know, you're a, you're a guiding light to, to other, other women who want to break into the IT industry as well. So thanks for everything that you've done. In terms of anybody else uh, listening or watching this video wants to get in touch with you directly or wants to get in touch with IT Glue, mm -hmm. how, would they, how would they reach out to you? Yep. So all of our contact details are on our website, so itglue.com. So we've got a sales number on there and a support number on there and also an email, uh, email contact details as well. So yeah, please get in touch. Fantastic. Well, Mal, thanks for your time today. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Cheers. Thanks. thanks for listening to Tub Talk, the podcast for IT business owners. You can find the show notes and bonus content for this interview, along with dozens of other interviews with IT business leaders over at www.tubblog.co.uk. If you enjoyed this podcast, then we'd really appreciate you rating and reviewing the show over at iTunes. Every review helps us reach new listeners and helps raise the bar for success in the IT industry. In our next episode, Richard speaks with John Jantz to discuss marketing for IT businesses. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you next episode. Have a great week. This show has been sponsored by Cloudberry Lab. Cloudberry Labs' managed backup service is built from the Cloudberry backup technology and designed to meet the needs of managed service providers and enterprise IT departments by providing reliable backup with centralized management and monitoring. This managed cloud backup service is integrated with Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, Google Cloud Platform, and almost every S3-compatible or OpenStack-based cloud storage service. With Cloudberry Managed Backup Solution, any MSP, VAR, or IT service company can rebrand and provide robust and reliable cloud backup service with remote management and monitoring. 
CloudBerry Managed Backup is truly cross-platform with support for Windows and Linux servers, as well as Windows, Mac, and Linux workstations. Backup to the cloud is simple with CloudBerry's broad range of support for multiple cloud storage providers, but also supports backup to local disk or NAS. You can backup data locally, to the cloud, or both for a truly 3-2-1 backup strategy. For Tubblog listeners, CloudBerry Lab is offering free rebranding for one year. That's a $129.99 value. Rebranding allows you to brand the backup solution as your own, meaning your customers will only see your brand, not CloudBerry Lab. To take advantage of this special offer, please visit www.cloudberrylab.com slash tubblock. Hey team, this is Richard again. Just one more thing before you take off, and that is MSP Insights. Now, every Tuesday, I share my thoughts on the business of IT with you, the managed service community. Thousands of managed service providers already subscribe to MSP Insights. It's easy to sign up, easy to cancel. MSP Insights is basically a short email from me every Tuesday without fail with advice on growing your IT business, plus cool resources I found, discovered, or started exploring that week. It's kind of like my diary of cool things and often includes articles or books I've read, tools I've discovered and events I think you'd be interested in, often sent to me by my friends and Tub Talk podcast guests. So if that sounds fun, a short tiny bite of MSP goodness every Tuesday and you'd like to try it out, just go to go.tub.co forward slash Tuesday. That's gogo.tub.co forward slash Tuesday. Drop in your email and you'll get the very next one. Thanks for listening.